Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 80 is entitled, The Stories of the New Testament, Matthew Chapter 7, The Sermon on the Mount, Part 8, False Prophets. We offer a weekly podcast Monday through Friday. Each Friday we discuss the New Testament, King James Version. We are now on Matthew chapter 7, the end of the Sermon on the Mount. The final chapter contains five concepts. 1. Judging others. 2. Prayer. 3. The Golden Rule. 4. The Straight and Narrow Path. 5. False Prophets. In previous podcasts, we discussed judging others, prayer, the Golden Rule, and the Straight and Narrow Path. In this podcast, we shall analyze false prophets. Matthew 7.15 Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Wolves devour sheep, but in nature wolves always appear as wolves. They are very easy to identify. In the church, however, they are dressed in sheep's clothing. In other words, they appear as one of the flock. John Milton in Paradise Lost refers to this verse in Book 2. Adam asked Michael, the archangel, If after Christ leaves, will the leaders always treat members of his church with the same charity? Michael's answer is profound. He talks about what happens in the church after the apostles are killed. He said, Thus they win great numbers of each nation to receive with joy the tidings brought from heaven. At length their ministry performed and race well run. Their doctrine and their story written left, they die. But in their room, as they forewarn, wolves shall succeed for teachers, grievous wolves, who all the sacred mysteries of heaven to their own vile advantages shall turn of lucre and ambition. And the truth with superstitions and traditions taint, left only in those written records pure, though not by the Spirit understood. Then shall they seek to avail themselves of names, places, and titles, and with these to join secular power, though feigning still to act by spiritual, to themselves appropriating the Spirit of God, promised alike and given to all believers. And from that pretense, spiritual laws by carnal power shall force on every conscience. Laws which none shall find left them enrolled, or what the spirit within shall on the heart engrave. What will they then, by force, the spirit of grace itself, and bind his consort liberty? What but unbuild his living temples, built by faith to stand, their own faith not another's? For on earth, who against faith and conscience can be heard infallible? Yet many will presume. Whence heavy persecution shall arise on all who in the worship persevere of spirit and truth. The rest, far greater part, will deem in outward rites and spacious forms religious satisfaction. 
truth shall retire, be struck with slanderous darts, and works of faith rarely be found. So shall the world go on, to good malignant, to bad men benign, under her own weight groaning till the day appear of respiration to the just, and vengeance to the wicked, at return of him who so lately promised to thy aid. The woman's seed obscurely then foretold, now amplier known thy Saviour and thy Lord, last in the clouds from heaven to be revealed in glory of the Father, to dissolve Satan with his perverted world, then raised from the conflagrant mass, purged and refined new heavens, new earth, ages of endless date founded in righteousness and peace and love to bring forth fruits, joy, and eternal bliss. Any denomination and any congregation may have false prophets. Jesus gives a clear definition of false prophets so that they will be easy to recognize. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire, wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Thorns and thistles have sharp barbed points. I live in the south. I have been wounded by many different plants with sharp thorns. Thorns are often discreet in line of stem or vine. Thistles often appear in clusters. Some are poisonous like a bee sting and leave one sore for a very long time. One is even called stinging nettle. Another is called devil heads. Those in desert country know the evils of cactus. Some seem to shoot barbs at you. Some are like fish hooks and hard to tear out of the flesh. Some are invisible. You don't know they are there until you touch them. So it is with false prophets. They are subtle, camouflaged, and deadly. To recognize them by their fruits, you must have contrast. The fruit of truth versus the fruit of lies. The sweet fruit versus the bitter fruit. The healing fruit of the gospel versus the stinging fruit of false prophets. To know the sweet, you must have tasted the bitter. To know the bitter, you must have tasted the sweet. The good fruit refers to the fruits of the true gospel taught by him on the Sermon on the Mount. The entire Sermon on the Mount is teaching us of the fruits of the gospel, which many Christians refer to as the fruit of the tree of life spoken of by John. Revelation 22.2 In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruits every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. It is no coincidence that at the very end of the sermon, Christ warns of false prophets and teaches us how to spot them. That adds meaning to the question, do men gather grapes of thorns and figs of thistles? He says, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. In other words, it brings joy, not sorrow, happiness, not misery. As John said, the fruit is for the healing of the nations. A corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit. In other words, it carries thorns, thistles, briars, and stinging nettles. It brings sorrow, misery, and unhappiness. Of course, he is referring to false prophets. They bring forth evil fruit. He defines their punishment. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. 
Another trait of false prophet is hypocrisy. Matthew seven twenty one through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name have done many wonderful works, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Jesus is telling us that we can recognize a false prophet by whether or not that individual keeps the commandments of God. They may claim to act in God's name, but their behavior doesn't bear that out. As the saying goes, they must practice what they preach. If they don't, Christ says they work iniquity. Furthermore, he says that he doesn't even know them. False prophets may appear anywhere, even in our own congregations. False prophets are a double-edged sword. It is just as bad to call someone a false prophet who is a true prophet as it is to call someone a true prophet who is a false prophet. Unless we use Christ's standards of judgment, we may find ourselves following a false prophet and not know it until it is too late. Remember Isaiah's words. Isaiah five twenty through 24 Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink, which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Therefore, as the fire devoureth the stubble and the flame consumeth the chaff, so their root shall be as rottenness, and their blossoms shall go up as dust. Because they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts, and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. The Lord condemns those who are wise in their own eyes, and prudent in their own sight. However, he praises those who build their house on a rock, meaning the rock of his gospel. Matthew seven twenty four through 25 Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. That is a further criteria for discerning false prophets from true prophets. True prophets build their house on a rock, in other words, upon Christ. Matthew sixteen sixteen through 20 And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ, who is the chief cornerstone. When Christ said, Upon this rock I will build my church, it is imperative that we know what the pronoun this refers to. As you examine the words carefully, you will see that the rock is Christ, not Peter. 
Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Following that, Christ said, Upon this rock, meaning Christ, I will build my church. Christ declared himself to be the chief cornerstone. But there is a caveat. Christ blessed Peter and then taught him a very important principle. Flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. We cannot know Jesus is the Christ without revelation. Revelation is given by the Holy Ghost. Remember, Christ said that he would leave so that the Holy Ghost would come. And the Holy Ghost, whose primary role is to testify of Jesus Christ, will reveal that to anyone who asks. Then Peter, the chief apostle, is given enormous powers. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. In the Sermon on the Mount, Christ condemns those who do not build their house upon the rock. Matthew seven twenty six through 27 And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. In a magnificent conclusion to the Sermon on the Mount, we have the reaction of those who heard it. Matthew seven twenty-eight through 29 And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. What Christian doesn't envy the crowd who heard the sermon? Christ had moved away from the city, so only those who truly wanted to hear him speak climbed up the mount. However, what he said 2,000 years ago is true today. For as always, he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. If we choose, we all have the words of Christ. And through the Holy Ghost, we have the ability to discern those who are true teachers of Christ, and those who are not, those who are true prophets, and those who are not. This concludes the Sermon on the Mount, but next week we shall continue with Matthew as we study the New Testament. Please join us, and Linda and I invite you to download all the other podcasts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.